had a website, but it wasn't, it was just, it was almost like a vanity project back then. Now it is like an entrance fee to have a business. Good. Hey, I wanted to let you know that the Google guarantee, the Google ads, man, I'm getting 12 to 16 calls a week. My goal is at least do 10 to 15 more years, grow it up, sell it for 40, 50 million, maybe more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Titan Talks. My name is Jonathan Stern. I'm an engineer at Top Line Pro, but once a week, I have the honor of sitting down with successful home service entrepreneurs to discuss their journeys to success. Today is May 18th, 2023, and my guest is Steve Lockwood. Steve is the owner and operator of Lockwood Finishes, one of the top painting companies in Springfield, Illinois, as well as a proud member of the Painting Contractors Association. Steve, we are thrilled to have you on Titan Talks. Thanks so much and welcome to the show. Hey, pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Let's start with an origin story. Could you tell us uh, how'd you get started in painting? Let's go all the way back. Uh, origin story. So all the way back to 2001, I graduated high school and I was 17 at the time. Um, got an apartment with a friend of mine and I was working, uh, uh, Sonic and another little burger joint, you know, and I told my roommate, I said, man, I want to do something different than working in restaurants. And he says, uh, he says, Steve, our, our landlord's a contractor calling. So called the guy, called the landlord and over the phone, he hires me, but he says, hey, do you know how to paint? And it's kind of a funny story. And I said, yeah, I, I know how to paint because I had recently helped my sister, my older sister, paint her living room. So I technically knew, right, that paint goes from the bucket to the wall. <laughs> and I said, I can paint. And he says, okay, great. He sends me to a uh, one of his rental houses and says, paint away. And it was an absolute car crash. I got paint on the ceiling, on the floor, on the trim, everywhere. He leaves me there for a couple of days. Did he tell you which colors to pick out? or One color everywhere. And I wasn't supposed to paint the ceiling. And that was, that was a problem because I painted it all over the ceiling. So he shows up after a couple of days and, you know, yells and screams, whatever. So. That's where it started. Uh, and it's funny now because I'm a painting contractor now, my profession. But right out of high school, that was kind of this accidental job. I just wanted to do something different than work in a restaurant. So it, that was 2001. I worked for him. He was a general contractor. Worked for him for about nine months. And my girlfriend at the time, her dad owned a construction company. And in 2002, I started working him, you know, just laboring. It was a construction company just doing roofing and laboring, but I had already learned a little bit of drywall stuff from the previous guy. And so anywhere there was some drywall work, I kind of just understood the concept of it. Hmm. So just a little bit off of that, I uh, just learned the trade you know, OGT on the job training. And so somewhere from 2002 all the way until 
about 2007 or eight. So just that five or six years there, something like I, it really gripped me, the painting and drywall trade. In fact, I found a story not too long in fact, but I was laying in bed one night reading, it was like a uh, Sherwood Williams magazine and they were interviewing a painting contractor, showed the job site and it, it really shocked me that the attention was on the paint contractor because work for a contractor, a general contractor, you know, you had siding guys, roofers and carpenters, you had all of these trades and the painters were just one of the trades, but we weren't like the trade. And it just really clicked one night. I'm reading this magazine and I see this contractor and everything he's doing. I look over at my wife and I'm like, I can do this. I, I already do it. Yep. I already do all of this stuff. I can do this. Uh, it was somewhere 2007, 2008, somewhere in that time. But that was the moment. Um, so that's really, I'm a painter. I'm, I don't, I'm not just a gut needs paint. I am a painter. I'm a professional applicator. And so really, that's what things really started clicking for me. So tell me about where Lockwood Finishes comes in. When did you get started with that company? So the name Lockwood Finishes started around that 2007, 2008 time. Uh, it was just an idea that one day I'm going to be a paint contractor and I need a name. And we were on a new construction house and I was staining some, uh, or I was touching up, I'm sorry, I was touching up some nail holes on a stained stairway. And I called my brother-in-law. And I said, I'm going to have a business one day and it's going to be called Lockwood Finishes. And it just clicked. And uh, he says, really? I said, you're going to have. So that's where the name from. I'm proud of my name. I'm, I, the, the blood that runs through my genes is I'm a very proud person to carry the name Lockwood. And so I definitely wanted to have my name in that. Um, and so Building from that, it was it was just a perfect fit. I didn't have to say Lockwood painting or Lockwood drywall or Lockwood whatever. I just like the word finishes. We have a number of um, contractors listening to this, thinking about starting out on their own. Could you tell us about one thing that you did in the early days that was critical for your success? Yeah, you know, outside of having your circle of people that were already hiring. Uh, you know, Steve Lockwood to do a drywall repair or whatever with cash. I did something that I've been pretty vocal about telling uh, people about on different Facebook pages is I started making a hundred phone calls a day. I challenged myself to do that. And I did it multiple times. A hundred phone calls in one day can be done. So I started calling apartment complexes. I started calling realtors. I started calling plumbers, electricians, HVAC contractors. I called the drywall companies and I called other painting contractors. Introduced myself, stumbled along the way trying to figure it out. I just knew that I needed to get a job. I needed to get out there and it, I didn't care what needed to be painted. I just wanted to paint something. And so I painted some pretty dirty places. Uh, but when you're trying to start, no offense, you can't be picky. You're either going to paint it or you're not. And so I started painting, uh, 
rental houses and apartments. That was kind of really where it started. So a hundred phone calls in a day was a, was a critical thing that got me there to get your name out. I started painting a lot of apartment complexes after I made those phone calls. Cause that was something that kind of really kicked off. And so apartment complexes and rental house is really kind of where it started because there's a big need that, and you know, build off the momentum and your name gets out there. Were there any mistakes you made in the early days, things that uh, maybe you wish you'd done a little differently? You know, one thing that is a mistake that I did in this mental thing is I didn't believe in myself enough. Hmm. Uh, kind of that thought of, man, I can't do it. Other people can. That was that was a mental block. And that can, the, the mistake that causes is um, the, the, lack of action. You just think you can't do it. So you just, you just don't. Outside of that, you, you do have the, you know, human errors. I scratched a refrigerator one time. I had to buy, had to buy a brand new door. Uh, you know, so there's those mistakes, but I, man, the biggest thing is the mental one, actually believing in myself. Uh, some struggle with that. Some don't. It, it was an obstacle for me. Uh, but once you get over that and you realize you really can do it, other people don't have something that you don't, you really can do it. And that's a, that's a game changer. Let's talk pricing. I'm always interested to hear, you know, how do you figure things out in the early days? Is there a reference point online? Do you come up with a number out of thin air? Uh, do you try this, try that, and just see what works? What, what was your process? So at first, I kind of had an idea of what costs may be when I first started. Uh, simply, I was, you know, been around in the trades for uh, 22 years now. So you kind of, over time, you, you kind of get an idea what things might cost. Uh, one thing I began when I first started is how much do I want to make that day? It was kind of a daily thing. What do I want to make that day? That's not going to be, you know, $100,000 in a day, you know, what, what a realistic number that I can live on, take care of my family. So that's where it started. One thing that since that, you know, making it up to now is job costing. Actually sitting down and saying, okay, I charged them this much. It cost me to complete the job this much. What's left over? and is that leftover enough to buy the paint for the next job? Is that leftover enough to put in the bank? So job costing has changed my life in my business. So that's what I do now. When I started, it was, what do I, what do I want to make that day? And after a few jobs that you break even, or you realize what you made the job before should still be there when you do job B, now all of a sudden that money's gone, that means you lost money you spent money to take your second job and you broke even. Well, you can't take care of a family that way. So I had to make a change. Let's turn to business today. Tell me, how, how's it going? The busy season has started in spring here. So we have outside stuff, inside stuff. Uh, Springfield, I've been very lucky. My area, Springfield, has always been a constant. Even in the 2008 era, when everything crashed, Springfield has always been constant. There were a few guys that went under, 
but the majority of them state level. So I'm very fortunate to be in a market that just really going great. And we definitely on track to do more this year than we did last year. Outstanding. How many employees working with you? I have three right now. I fluctuate from three to six, depending on the, te- the, the type of year and, and where we're at. Okay. And um, how many jobs on the schedule? Are you booked out for a couple of weeks or, or flexible? Um, I am probably, you know, four and a half months out. Yeah, it's a good feeling, but also, uh, you know, you want to get them done faster. You want to serve. So as we think about marketing, of course, in the early days, 100 phone calls a day, what's um, what's changed about your process? I, I can't imagine you're you're making that many anymore. So everybody wants to hang their hat on word of mouth. I'm in a I'm in a market, our general market, our, our counties, there's probably 400,000 people in the area that I serve. So. I'm not in a huge market. So word of mouth is is really great. And a lot of people take pride in hanging your hat on word of mouth and all of that. However, um, that marketing, I've relied heavily on my social media, getting out there, boosting posts and, you know, sharing it, whatever. And then, you know, getting a website is just another employee for you that sells, um, you know, so that's, that's been a big thing as well. Take us through your thought process behind getting a website. Um, it's of course, become you know really really popular in the trades to have a site. Um, there are people out there who are are still somewhat resistant, think that they can get by on word of mouth or maybe on their Google profile alone. Um, what what convinced you to to sign up with Topline Pro and and get a website? Man, so a couple of things. I'm a local guy i like local i'll buy the more expensive coffee because it's local versus that you know i'm that guy oh yeah so i actually talked to somebody a i don't know a little over a year ago year and a half ago locally for a website um first of all um i wish i would have done it sooner however i'm local guy sat down with a local company to to get a website whatever and there's always sales, always, hey, we can do this, we can do that. At the end of the day, everybody else that used this particular uh, website, they couldn't track where the leads were even coming from. Um, you know, they couldn't tell you how many people called them based on the website. They had no clue if there was any revenue from the website. So chop that out of the way. As much as I wanted to spend locally, I just said, well, if they can't tell me how many calls I'm getting based off of my website, what's the use? I'll just post more on social media, you know? <laughs> um, so the way I came across Topline is, I don't know if it was two or three times Nick emailed me. I may have talked to him on the phone. You know, once you start your business and you get out, people are going to call you. Just rent cold calls. They're going to call. They're making a hundred phone calls in a day also trying to get a sale. Um, but I talked to Nick via email and he kind of made a quick, um, website and said, Hey, Steve, I'm Nick from top line pro. We have his little pitch and the little video and it looked pretty cool. And I kind of left it alone. 
I was still stuck on this. Well, I don't know what to do yet. I, I need to do something different, but I don't know. Well, I was at the PCA Expo and at one of the booths talking about a uh, website. A good friend of mine happened to walk up, Nick Slavic, who we all know and love. Great guy. And he says, hey, Steve, how are you liking the Expo? I said, it's great. You know, just learn a little bit about a website. And he looks at me, he goes, what do you mean? And I was like, yeah, I didn't realize this stuff. He goes, Steve, you don't have a website? I said, no. And he looked at me and he says, Steve, how dare you? You know, and obviously friend, right? Kidding, kidding around with each other. And I thought, you know, if Nick says I need to have a website, he cares about the trades. He cares about me. Uh, I need to, I need to do this. Get the uh, PCA expo out of the way. I get home and sure enough, I get another email from top line pro. Wow. It's Nick. Hey, Steve, just wanted to follow up with you on this mock-up website we've done for you a couple months ago, whatever. Laying in bed, reading the email, watched the video, and I looked at my wife and said, look at this. So I uh, followed up with Nick. We went back and forth email a couple of times, and he says, hey, let's just get together. And we did a Zoom call uh, or like a FaceTime type call, and he showed me what Topline can do and its proven method had already built a website for me, a mock-up one, and said, hey, this is what I think we can do for you. I think it'd be beneficial, blah, blah, blah. Signed up and it, it's, it, it, I should have done it sooner. Has your uh, opinion about websites changed at all since you got one? Um, of course, in the early days, you wanted to go local, um, wanted to rely on word of mouth. What, what has the website done for you and has your perspective changed? Definitely changed. The website gets me in front of people that I, I, I wasn't in front of. Um, people were online and like it or not, it's 2023. People, they, they don't really talk to people like they did in 92 and 89. You know, it's, it's a different time. So 2023 demands that you exist online. And so people type in wallpaper removal. They type in drywall repair. They type in texture. They type in exterior painting. And because they don't, know anybody or their neighbor that they do talk to had a bad experience with, you know, a guy, they're not going to call him. So they don't know who to, who else to call. So they type it in. I exist there now. I'm, I am a choice for them. And it's placed me in front of people that never knew about me. They, you know, locally, they might see my truck or my van or my trailer, maybe, but Top line pro was to put me in front of people that didn't know me. So my, my perspective of websites totally changed. Anybody I talk to, I tell them, you have a website yet? It's, oh, no, I, I got plenty of work. You have plenty of work until nobody calls you because everybody you know, they, you already painted their house. Painted their house. So that house was is painted. Yeah. Where's, where's the next yeah. house? Yeah. Exactly right. You can't predict word of mouth. I think that's the biggest thing. You, it works when it's working. But as soon as that, that funnel is shut off, it's too late. Now you have to figure something out. Let's turn to the future. I'm curious, what, what does business Lockwood finishes look like in, in five years or maybe in 10? Oh, man. You know, a five-year deal for me, I would love to have a, uh, I'm going to say shop. Um, I, I would love to have that. I am getting ready to move into a storage unit and working out of my two-car garage. My wife wants her garage back. And so um, 
I'm going to be moving into a storage unit, um, bigger one. But five years, um, I'm 40 now. I'll be 40 in July. So in 10 years, I'm going to be 50. I would really like to not be physically painting. Um, but, uh, you know, the five-year deal, and I said this at the expo, talking with some people, that I really believe that I could keep seven to 10 guys busy within that five-year deal. Um, that requires growth on my side as a leader, as a business owner, but it's also going to require growth as a company. And I do see myself going there. There is a desire of me to have that. So that five-year goal, I'd really like to have a consistent crew of guys, seven to 10 guys. I think I could totally do that. No problem. 10 years, I'd really like to have everybody set up. I'd like to have a sales guide estimator. And I love painting. I love the craft. I love what I do. Zero regret starting a business. I, I really, truly have a passion for this. You know, but sometimes my arms hurt and because I lift drywall all day or sanded. So in 10 years, I'd really like to not have to be painting. And sooner, I think I can do that. At Titan Talks, we like to close with a rapid fire round. Are you ready? Let's do it. Tell me about the project you're most proud of. Oh, man. Um, we painted a old really old Victorian style house last year. It's, it's like a stable house downtown Springfield called the Passfield house. It's got a huge sign. It's been there forever. Everybody knows about that house. It's a bed and breakfast. And you, I, I got it. I did it. And, and uh, she saw my truck. She was behind my truck one day and just called and awesome. I answered the phone and, you know, got hired. So that one was a full exterior power wash sand caulk prime two coats blah 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 i got a big lift that we owned and had to get up on our lift and paint these big dormers and, and dental molding so it was pretty cool um that really everybody around town drives by that house saw us so that that one's that was, was it all neat. was it all exterior or interior yes, it, it was a full exterior there is some interior work that they're going to have us do blah 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 but that's down the road um, but the exterior part was pretty cool. What's your goal? Why are you doing all this with Lockwood Finishes? I want to be happy. I want to have peace. Uh, and what I mean by peace is going to bed at night and not having that dread in my gut of I should have or the regret of, man, I just started a business or if I whatever. Um, so my goal is to, to, to have peace and be happy. Regardless of what that is, I don't put a number on that. The target continues to move. You can say you want 5 million, but the guys that are at 5 million want 10 million. The guys that are at 10 million want 25 million. So the target is always moving. What I really want is, is peace. When I go to bed at night, I'm happy. I did what I know I can do. Um, outside of those things, really working to be a household name that when people want to paint in our area, I want to always be in the conversation. I want them to always be able to consider Lockwood for their paint project. What's been the biggest challenge at the helm? That mental block of believing myself. That's that's a that's a big one. That's a foundational one. That's a challenge. What's, um, been, what's been your biggest 
um, breakthrough? And, and as you think about getting over that hurdle, what's helped the most? I think a few projects of people not knowing who I am, having to be included in several bids, having a process that gets me hired, completing that project, having the financial tracks transaction, they, they pay the bill and then they tell somebody else or they give us a five-star review. A handful of those from start to finish really gets the wheels turning of, I can do this. What's the most surprising thing about starting a business? It's harder than you think. It's, it's not, In what it's way? not just, um, it's not just tell somebody you're a painter and they hire you. Um, I have employees. I have humans that work for me. There's always a human element accountability, um, running the business and running the job sites at the same time. Uh, there's a lot of, I guess to sum all of that up, there's a ton of little decisions the owner has to make. And you don't really realize how many of those are out there until you're involved in it. You can't read a book and the book tell you, hey, are you workman's comp? You need to be sure you're around this. And Hey, by the way, so-and-so is going to call in sick three days in a row and you know you, you have the human element a lot of accountability as a as an owner so there's a lot of little decisions to make that's harder than you would assume any final advice you'd offer to a painter just starting out make 100 phone calls in a day on that note steve thank you so much for being a part of titan talks this has been great fun thank you